If you need a new podcast to listen to and you like comedians, you should check out It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. It's a couple of stand-up comedians and their nerd talking about current events or interviewing their contemporaries. Okay, actually it's just them talking to their friends and about what they've been watching on Netflix or Disney+. So check it out on your favorite podcasting app or go to notaboutyou, that's the letter U, notaboutyoupod.com. Notaboutletteryoupod.com. Come check it out. We also do live streams on Sundays at 1 p.m. on Facebook, facebook.com slash notaboutyoupod. Same spelling. We should, like, go and, like, hang out with Todd. <laughs> Whoa. It's Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Todd's even cooler than we thought. <laughs> Boys, I'm looking for a fella who goes by the name of Todd. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's cool. <laughs> Todd would make, like, a good manager or something. <laughs> Todd roll. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the 206 Geek Podcast with your host Todd, the 206 Geek. Yes, I am Todd, the 206 Geek, and I am your host. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of my podcast, the 206 Geek. And uh, today is episode 141, and uh, I decided I'm going to record. I'm going to do a podcast today. I'm not having... I'm not having the best of days. I'm kind of feeling, and maybe because I'm watching a show about a, a guy with CP or cerebral palsy, and um, the episode I'm currently watching is uh, his grandmother, who was not a nice woman, passes away, and then you see um, kind of the, the family kind of unraveling, and I can totally relate with that. In my life, it wasn't my grandmother; it was my mother. And then, instead of like my mom, it was my siblings, and and um, my world completely unraveled when my mom died. So this has been um, watching this show. This this specific episode has been kind of rough, and um, yeah. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna record a podcast episode to try to cheer myself up and to distract myself from those thoughts. And, you know, hopefully your guys' day is going better. Um, by the time this goes out, I'll be Friday. I'm recording on Thursday. Today is what, the, the 20th of May. And, um... Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, yesterday I drove out to Port Angeles and spent a few hours hanging out at my dad's house with my stepmom and my little sister, and, uh, my little brother was in the house, but he was locked away in his room, that, um, that was hard, that part of it was hard, I mean, the hanging out with, hanging out with my mom, my stepmom and my sister, and and my dad was actually kind of fun. And um 
anyways, let's go ahead and and, and uh, enough of th- that uh, mental health moment with me. Um, I'm gonna do better today. Today's today's gonna end on a up on a on a high note, and I'm not gonna be focusing on negative stuff. And that's a lot of times that's easier said than done for me. Anyways, so I have a few stories I've pulled up that I wanted. To, I figured I would read here on on the on the mic. I'm not live streaming this today. I'm probably gonna do a live stream tomorrow. At least I have myself set a reminder to do a live stream at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific time on the 21st of May. So if you're listening to this, um, I'm probably gonna do a live stream at that time sometime today and uh it'll be on facebook so um and probably um and probably on uh on on uh, twitch as well so you can go to facebook.com slash 206 geek slash live and you should be able to see the live stream um or just go to the the 206 geek page on facebook it should show up. Anyways, uh, some of the stories I have here, we have a story about uh, the sequel for Hocus Pocus is confirmed for 2022. Uh, Marvel's What If, new images revealed for the Disney Plus series. And then we have uh, Kevin Feige reveals new details about Owen Wilson's mysterious agent Mobius. And uh, we also have everything coming to HBO Max in June of this year, 2021. And then we have a story from comicbook.com that says, Senator says, UFO is too advanced for humans. Well, yeah, that's kind of a given there, dude. I mean, who who thinks that UFOs are going to be our technology or something something akin to what we have? Seriously, I don't think I know. I don't think I've ever met anybody who would think that we have equal technology to to uh, UFOs that are people are seeing. And another another story I have here is from LRMOnline.com. Uh, Cape Crusader animated show coming to HBO Max. Another Batman cartoon. Because we can't have enough of those, and honestly, I'm 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 okay with that. I like Batman. He's like my favorite superhero ever. All right. Next story. I ha- the next story I have here is DC Star Girl, uh, jo- Joy Osmansky teases a genuinely scary season two. And then the last story I have here. Is is I'm waiting for it to load. I think I have to re- refresh this tab. Aquaman two star Jason Momoa f- uh, confirms filming start date. All right, well that's good. It's good that we're gonna finally get the sequel to Aquaman two. Um, let's see here. Let's get started with these stories. All right, wait, hold on a second. Sorry, folks, I had a brain fart, forgot what I was saying. (laughs) 
Squirrel. Um, oh, right, right, right. Uh, Hocus Pocus confirmed for 2022 original stars returning. Um, so that, I don't know, I was, I think, I think I remember watching the original one at least once, and it was, it was a cute movie. I don't know if it's something I would, I know there's a following that watches it every year on Halloween. It's not one of the movies that I watch on Halloween, but I think there's enough fans out there that that I figured I would talk about it. Um, so it looks like this is what it says here on comicbook.com. The beloved Sanderson sisters are preparing to fly once again in 2022. As the highly anticipated sequel to Hocus Pocus is finally on the horizon, Disney announced that Hocus Pocus 2 uh, was in the works at Disney Plus original movie last year. But that was previously the only information given. Now on the... On Disney's National Streaming Day, the company was confirmed by a release year for Hocus Pocus and revealed the original stars are coming back. Hocus Pocus 2 will debut in 2022 and will feature the return of Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy and Jimmy. Midler, Parker, and Jimmy starred in the original 1993 Hocus Pocus as Winifred, Winifred, Sarah, and Mary Sanderson, witches from the centuries, excuse me, witches from centuries in the past that were accidentally conjured to the present by unknowing uh, adolescents. In the new film, a similar situation takes place as three young women bring the Sanderson sisters to modern-day Salem. And then it says here, in addition to confirming the cast and revealing the release date, Disney also announced that Hocus Pocus 2 will be undergoing a director change as it eyes a production that starts this fall. The Proposal and 27 Dresses director Anne Fletcher will be taking over from Adam Shankman, who will be uh, sliding over to a role as executive producer. The film will be produced by Lynn Harris and Ralph Winter with with uh by Lynn by Lynn Harris with Ralph Winter and David uh Kirshner as executive producers producers. Um Stephen Halt will serve as co-producer. And then it says here quote as heart, as heartbroken as I am that I won't be able to direct my first bet, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy, in what is sure to be nothing short of a major event for Disney Plus, due to scheduling conflicts, I couldn't be more pleased to be handing over the reins to Anne, who has brought so much laughter and joy to into people's lives with her previous work. Shankman said in a statement, quote, I am still grateful and proud to help shepherd this in, uh, ingenious project as executive producer alongside producer Lynn Harris, who I'm who I have loved and admired as a colleague and a friend since she helped me get the job 
Uh, choreographing Boogie Nights. Right on. <laughs> and then, it's, then it says here, quote, now more than ever, people need to need to laugh. We should be laughing every day, and there is so much fun to be had with these three unbelievable women playing the playing delicious characters from such a beloved film, said Fleischer. I am so grateful to be able to uh, play a part in bringing these witches back to life and to be working with my friends at Disney again makes it all the more special. This is a movie for everyone, from the fans who grew up with the first film to the next generation of viewers, and I can't wait to get started. Well, that's amazing. I, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I'll probably watch it when it comes out. And you know what? I... I can probably go back and watch the original one on on Disney Plus right now if I wanted, and I'll probably do that later. Um, not today, but, you know, in the next few weeks. All right, so let's go over to the next story here. I have, um, I'm trying to click on it, and it doesn't want to open. Marvel's What If? New Images Revealed Disney Plus Series. Now, I, I'm pretty sure I've I've talked about What If before. But from what I understand, What If was a comic series that Marvel did when they would uh, do like kind of a, an alternate universe take on a specific character. So I'm trying to think of one specific. And um, actually, you know how I was introduced to What Ifs um, was my but my my. My best friend from from childhood, his name was Bear. Bear Brown, he's the one who introduced me to what ifs, and and I and I I can't even tell you, um, the ones he showed me. But he was basically like, I he would it, he would show me characters that I knew about. I think it was probably Spider Man, at the time, and I think there was a what if about Spider Man. So essentially, it's like what if. What if Mary Jane Watson was Spider-Man or had Sp- Spider-Man's powers? I think that might have been it. And so it's it's you know it's it's changing the the origin or changing the story of of a specific superhero or a specific Marvel universe character. And uh you know like giving giving somebody else the, the Spider-Man powers or I think the the image I saw was uh uh, where Peg, Peggy Carter is is uh, is a Captain America type character. She's the one who gets the the serum, and I think becomes like the British equivalent. And this is let's see let's scroll down and see what it says here. All right, it says here Marvel's What If just released some new images ahead of the Disney Plus series big reveal. People have been waiting for this one since it appeared at Disney's Investor Day a few years ago. Agent Carter as Captain Britain, Doctor Strange, and Nick Fury all show up in this artwork. Hawkeye is bad as well, and the uh, the framing of the scene looks like the Archer's introduction to in Thor. 
Oh, they're talking about the movie. What if we'll be uh, playing fast and loose with Marvel's timeline? As it seems, a lot of Phase 4 slate will be Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and Loki. The A- Agent Carter adventure is some uh, something that fans have been clamoring for since we saw Peggy at the end of Avengers Endgame. It will be interesting to see what Marvel has planned for her in this alternate timeline. Loki might just be a few weeks away, but the MCU machine continues to roll on. Right on, Captain Britain. That makes sense, actually. Because, you know, Steve Rogers is Captain America. Now, I don't know if uh, Captain Britain is an actual character that exists in the Marvel comics, because, you know... I'm 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 not a comic. I like comic book characters, folks. I don't necessarily read those comics. Uh, let's see here. And then it says here there's a laundry list of actors that have graced the screen of, in the MCU, and some of them will be back for this animation entry, according to showrunner. A.C. Bradley, fans of the MCU should expect to see a character from a bunch of the movies represented. That's awesome. All right. Oh. Click on this to see the pictures, I guess. And it's it's opening Reddit. Okay. Hold on, my computer's moving slow as fuck right now. Come on, computer. You can do it. Come on. Today. Today. Alright, so click to see spoiler. I don't. Come on. I think I have too many tabs open, and each tab probably has some sort of video playing or something else that is causing my computer to go, all right, I've had enough. All right, well, Captain Britain looks cool. She looks like a total badass for sure. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm, um, uh, I'm not sure I like this animation style, to be honest. This is probably going to be one of those things where I hope, I really hope, that the story and the actors make up for the, um, Let's put it this way: the, the animation, the 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 art style of the of the this animated show, um, kind of reminds me of, you know, when you go to like a like a street fair, or if you go to like the state fair, and there's always that artist who will draw you as a caricature. 
that's what these look like. There's an image here of, of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange, and it looks like a caricature of Doctor Strange. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure the story will make up for the the what it to me looks like lackluster animation. I don't know. It's just why does it have to look so goofy? All right, whatever. It's okay. It's just a cartoon. Um. All right. So next story we have here is about uh. Loki and Owen Wilson's mysterious agent Mobius. All right. So it says here, it says here, uh, the Disney plus series Loki will be exploring uncharted territory in the MCU as the God of mischief will have to negotiate the time stream. Excuse me. Not negotiate, navigate, because Todd can't see shit for some reason. Um, we'll have to navigate this, the time stream and the result, the resulting multiverse that crop up because of changes. The time uh, variance authority exists at the heart of the Marvel Studios show as they are bureaucratic organization responsible for repairing damage to the timeline. And Loki just happens to be their their uh their latest culprit. Because of Loki's actions in Avengers Endgame, he will be teaming up with the enigmatic uh Mobius M. Mobius, played by MCU newcomer Owen Wilson. Yeah. Um Yeah. I know, I was, I was probably terrible. <laughs> the guy's name is Mobius M. Mobius. That's, that sounds... I don't know. This this is probably a character that exists in the comics. Let's see. Let's Google that right quick. Going to marvel.fandom.com. And this is uh, like a, a wiki page. It says here for this character, the Honorable Mr. Mobius, quote unquote, Moby, M. Mobius, was originally a member of the Time Variance Authority Junior Management and through meticulous attention to detail, he was promoted to the position of executive in senior management. Okay. I don't know, man. We'll see cuz I don't I don't dislike Owen Wilson, so it might be good. It says here, Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige told Entertainment Weekly he is excited for fans to see Wilson's debut alongside Tom Hiddleston in the new series. We've already caught a glimpse at Mobius' interactions with Loki in the trailer's release. And he's shaping 
up to be a very interesting companion. Mobius is not unlike Owen Wilson in that he's sort of a non, um, non-plussed by the MCU. What does that mean? Non-plussed. Let me Google that right quick. Is that really a word? Uh, surprised and confused so much that they are unsure how to react is what that means. Okay. All right. Okay. He's not a comic book guy. Uh, and then it says, quote, Loki is used to getting a reaction out of people, whether it is his brother or his father or the other Avengers. He is he likes to be very flamboyant and theatrical. Mobius doesn't give him the reaction he's looking for. That leads to a very unique relationship that Loki is not used to. Oh, okay. So this guy is clearly, like, not impressed by Loki. This is what it sounds like. And, like, it doesn't react to anything Loki does. And he's just like, oh, okay. Well, that was a thing. I mean, that's a, that's kind of how I'm assuming he's going to be. It says, Hiddleston also ad- expressed admiration for his co-star, praising his ability to uh, set... As an actor, Wilson asked him what he loved so much about playing Loki for all these years. And I said, I think it's because he's so, he has so much range, Wilson said. I remember saying this to him. On the 88 keys on the piano, he can play the twinkly light keys at the top. He can keep it witty and light. And he's the god of mischief, but he can also go down to the other side and play heavy keys, and he can play some really profound chords down there, which are about grief and betrayal and loss and heartbreak and jealousy and pride. Yeah, that sounds about right as far as Loki's concerned. Because if you've seen the movies, you've seen him be like this mischievous guy, and he's making shit disappear, making it reappear, and you can see him having those heartfelt moments with his dad and his brother. You know, at least that's how I that's how I interpreted it. It's probably not how it really was, but you know what? That's how I saw it. All right, so. Next story we have here. Let's let's do this one here. I'm going to move that one to the back. Next story was Senator says UFOs too advanced for humans. Well, duh. <laughs> okay, this is what it says here on ComicBook.com/irl. As UFO nuts prepare for the official release of information about potential extraterrestrials from the U.S. government, one, uh, one sitting U.S. senator has spoken out spoken about the news, and cons- considering the state he represents, it makes sense 
why he'd be open to learning more. TMZ caught up with Senator Martin Heinrich of New Mexico and asked him about all the UFO stuff going on. And in brackets it says government officials have come to come out to confirm the existence of footage of unidentified flying objects, calling it a national security risk. And Heinrich said, Heinrich agreed, uh, telling the outlet, quote, anytime you have legitimate pilots describing something that doesn't seem to conform to the laws of physics that govern aviation and the U.S. airspace, I think it's something we need to, to get to the bottom of. And, and yeah, totally. I, mean, I think they're talking about... And if you guys haven't seen it, go onto YouTube and search for Tic Tac UFO. That's what they're talking about, I think, unless there's something new that I haven't heard about. But back in 2004, I was just watching a, a, a episode of Expedition X where they were talking about this, and uh, which I think came out yesterday on... Uh, I think it was on Discovery. Either way, this this uh, video footage from one of the U.S. fighter pilots, they they caught on video on uh, in like infrared video too, and it, the the video shows the shape of the aircraft as being kind of oblong and round, so like the shape of a tic tac, and uh, it shows that the uh, because it's on on uh, infrared, it shows no heat signatures coming off of it as it's going like faster than other aircraft or any aircraft that they're aware of. Um, so, and then I, I was when I was watching that show, I was actually watching it earlier today, even um, the Expedition X show and the episode about this UFO. And the because the government has has unclassified that uh, the story around that UFO, the people on this show were able to, to interview um, the pilots and people who were involved with that situation. And uh, they they apparently told um, the 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 people that run the show that it wasn't just the Tic Tac that was there. The Tic Tac was kind of like, like flying in, in in patterns above the water, and they said that something was underneath the water that was the size of a seven forty seven. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? And uh, I mean, I've I've heard I've heard stories of, and this all takes place off of the coast of Southern California. Um, um, uh, near Catalina Island, and that's where, the, yeah, and yeah, that's where uh, this happened back in two thousand four, I think it was, and uh, so, and there's all these stories, these rumors that there's an under underwater base near that island where the UFOs come and go because they're always people see them all the time. Apparently, they talked to several people on this episode. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, several times, you know, throughout the year, they'll see lights in the sky, and then the lights will fly around and then eventually go into the water and disappear. And then come out of the water 
fly around and disappear. Like, you know, I've taken off. So, I mean, I like stories like this. I don't necessarily believe everything I read and see on TV and on the internet. But I enjoy these types of stories because they're, for whatever reason, they're interesting to me. Um, I And well, in general, I like science fiction. So these kinds of things, to me, um, they seem fantastical like science fiction. Whether or not they're real is really the question. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, all right. Next story. All these stories that I've been talking about, the stories from comicbook.com, they're all on the Facebook page. If you scroll down, you'll see the one I was talking about. Um, Let's see here. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I've. I've. I guess in the last month or so, I've gotten kind of lazy with posting uh, the links in the show notes. Um. I think. I think the reason why I do that is because I have uh, this thing set up so that when I post a new episode of the podcast, it automatically shares it to social media. And if I have a bunch of show notes, um that have links, um, the links will show up before the link to the episode. So I, I decided not to post the links in, in the show notes anymore. So the best thing to do, whatever stories I'm talking about are definitely going to be shared to the, to the Facebook page. You'll want to go to the facebook.com slash two zero six geek and check it out for yourself. If it's something you want to check out for yourself, or see if I didn't read something because there's there's a lot of times I'll read a paragraph or two, and there's quite a bit more to the story, and I just felt like it was time to move on to the next story. Um, so if you want to read the whole story, you can. You just have to go and look for the story on the Facebook page, or go on to comicbook.com for that one and search for it. Search for uh, Senator Senator. The the title of the of the story is Senator says. UFOs too advanced for humans, and basically any of the other stories. I usually tell you the title of the story first. All right, the next story I have here is from lrmonline.com. Uh, Batman Cape Crusader animated show coming to HBO Max. Uh, Warner Brothers has an announced that Batman Cape Crusader, that's the name of the show, Batman Cape Crusader, a new animated series is coming to HBO Max and Cartoon Network using uh, state-of-the-art animation. Uh, this will be a retelling of Batman Gotham and his rogues gallery of villain. Okay, well, this is... Ooh, and it's this, the series will be run by Matt Reeves. So the guy who's directing The Batman, the, the new Batman movie coming out next year. So Matt Reeves and J.J. Abrams and Bruce Timm are all working on this Batman Cape Crusader. All right, now you have my attention. Because Bruce Timm was the one who gave us Batman the Animated Series. Uh, he was the, art, the art, art director, I think, for that show. Gave us the style and look of that show. He's the one who created the the the, the look 
of Harley Quinn. He's uh, one of Harley's dads, along with um, uh, the other guy. His name is escaping me right now. Um, let's see here. And it says, in a joint statement from from the three reads, we are beyond excited to be working together to bring this character back, to tell engrossing new stories uh, in Gotham City. The series will be thrilling, cinematic, and evocative of Batman's noir roots while diving deeper into the psychology of these iconic characters we cannot wait to share this new world. If that is the design of Batman, oh shit, dude, this is going to be good. Oh, wow. All right, this is going to be good. Wow. I'm I'm going to make sure this is on the Facebook page. I'm sharing it right now cuz I don't think I have I don't think I have this blog automatically sharing to my page. The other one I do because I like comicbook.com is really where I get a lot of my stories from. So I have it automatically shared to my Facebook page when they post something new. Okay. All right. And it's sharing. Excuse me. Oh. I was going to talk about this. I don't know what happened. I was going to talk about this and maybe... I had it open. Maybe I had it open twice. Or maybe I started to read it and got distracted and forgot I was talking about this. All right. So earlier I started reading about uh, DC Stargirl and uh, Joy Osmansky teases a genuinely scary season two. All right. So it says here DC Stargirl will return for its second season on Tuesday, August 10th. And will and when the show comes back, fans should brace themselves for the Justice Society of America to face a much darker and scarier threat. Joy Osmansky, Osmansky, who plays uh, Injustice Society member uh, Paula Brooks slash Tigress in the series, told Orlando's uh, Wes. H2, the things get a lot darker in season two, enough so that she won't uh, be letting her own children tune in, her own children tune in. All right. Season two, it just gets a lot darker, which is so much fun, uh, such a such a fun thing for the show. Hold on. Let me start that over. Sorry, folks. What happens a lot of times when I'm reading things is is 
I'll start reading a sentence and my brain like tries to like jump ahead of myself and I and I I I make assumptions of words that aren't there. So let me start over. Season 2 it just gets a lot darker which is such a fun thing for a show to have an opportunity to, opportunity to do and will I will say that the evil forces at work are genuinely scary like my children will not be coming anywhere near season 2 it's scary she says oh, okay here it says here uh, uh, viewers got a small taste of the that darkness at the end of season one when Cindy Berman sh or shit slash shiv played by Meg Delancey, uh, or Delacy, Delacy, I don't know, um, located uh, the Black Diamond, uh, the villain Eclipso had been trapped in, played by Nick Tarabay. Eclipso will be a major threat in season two, along with The Shade, played by The Affairs' Jonathan Cake. It's such a different, darker, scarier threat because the threat is Cindy is one thing, and she's got the Black Diamond, and uh, we're obviously going to explore that. Uh, Stargirl showrunner Jeff Johns said last year, uh, at New York at New York Comic Con, but the thing inside is this entity is trapped. This ancient being that feeds off of humanity's own sins and grief and fear and darkness is trapped in this black diamond and has been there for a long, long time, and is aching to do what it does and. And feed off the darkness within humanity. Wow. The first season of Stargirl, now streaming on HBO Max, season two, will debut on the CW on Tuesday, August 10th at 8, 7 central. All right. Got two more stories to go. And... The next story is Aquaman 2 will begin production in July. The film start uh, the filming start on the much anticipated sequel to the 2018 Aquaman was confirmed by star Jason Momoa during an appearance on the Drew Barrymore show who not only spoke about when production uh, not only spoke about when production on the film will begin but also his participation in pitching the sequel's story. Details of w which remain a mystery at this time, without sharing details, 
Momoa said he loves the story so much, quote-unquote, he even helped write it. Wow. Quote, after we ended the first one, I went in with uh, my writing partner, and we dreamed up the second one, and we went in and pitched the idea, Momoa said, via Screen Rant. Quote, the best thing I can give you is that I love it so much that I participated in writing it, and so we did the first treatment, and uh, when James and our original writer David finished it off, and, uh, what? And then, okay, okay, okay. And we okay did the first treatment and then and then James and our original screenwriter finished it off. Okay, that makes sense now. Had to reread that because it didn't didn't quite register. Um, and all of our hearts are in it. Instead of just like getting a script and doing that, you are hundred percent being encouraged to by your director and co-writers. So that's exciting for me, and I'm excited. To go over there, I leave in July, and we start filming. That's amazing. I can't wait to see this. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed the first one. I did. I, I, knew, uh, I know a couple people who were like, it was okay. Um, my cousin Marianne said that she, she wanted more of the origins of Arthur Curry. And I think it, I think it's because um, she doesn't know the, the Arthur Curry story, so she probably's like, oh, "I want to see that. I want to see. It. I want to hear it." She probably does know it honestly, but uh, I think an, a, enough enough people have seen like the origin stories of superheroes enough times that you can probably you can you you got enough of the origins in that movie that it. It didn't feel like all right. This this is taken over the movie. Uh, we got what we needed, and then they got back to the action. So I was okay with the movie. I loved the movie. She thought there could have been more of the the you know the the upbringing of Arthur and how he got trained and all that other stuff. Uh, One of the things about this website, comicbook.com, is they have videos at the top and the bottom of pretty much all of the all of the uh, the stories. I think it's the top and the bottom. Maybe it's maybe it's the at the top of the next story. <laughs> Either way, there's always a video on these on these pages, and. Uh, this one shows uh, an kind of a an image of uh, Jake Paul. Apparently, Jake Paul's worked out some sort of deal with with uh, was it Showtime? Yeah, apparently, Jake Paul's becoming a a. It looks like he's probably going to start being a professional boxer, and I think people like it because they want to see his ass get kicked. But I don't know. He's probably a, he's probably a good fighter, so he probably does the ass beating himself. 
All right, and this oh, sorry, got distracted there. Back to the to the uh Todd, don't be an asshole. Oh, wrong button. Meanwhile, back at the podcast. All right, so Aquaman 2 is currently set to open in theaters December 16th, 2022. So not this coming Christmas, but next Christmas after that. I cannot wait. All right, last story I have here for you guys. Hopefully you guys are still listening and you're enjoying yourself. I'm giving you something to, to look forward to. Uh, let's see here. Everything coming to HBO Max in June of 2021. All eight Harry Potter movies are making their long-awaited return to HBO Max on June 1st, giving fans of the beloved Wizarding uh, franchise a chance to watch them through... What? Giving giving fans of the beloved franchise a chance to watch through them all again. Uh, that first day of the month also represents the return of Shazam. Woohoo! The original. That's the thing. I, I on the internet, like, week or so back, uh, I, I mentioned that before HBO Max was a thing, DC had the DC Universe app, which was a streaming service as well as a comic book reading and a forum site. Um, and I mentioned that the the original Shazam series from the 70s was on there. And on this in the series and back then, um, he was referred to as Captain Marvel. Shazam was the wizard who gave him the powers. And I told him, was like, you know, he was called Captain Marvel up until real recent, like in the last decade. Was, and Captain Marvel, that version of Captain Marvel has been around since, I think, the 20s. In fact, that's the original Captain Marvel before Marvel Comics had theirs. If you go on, uh, I'm trying to remember which wiki page it was. I think it was... It was probably the wiki page for the uh, the Marvel version, Carol Danvers uh, version of Captain Marvel, or as some people call it, the real Captain Marvel. Uh, to me, Shazam will always be Captain Marvel because I'm old enough to remember that's it was that was his name. Anyways, it says that um, there was a time when both comic book companies had a character named Captain Marvel. The DC version was Shazam. It was Billy Batson. He'd say Shazam, and he would turn into Captain Marvel. And in the Marvel comics, it was, uh, I think originally it was, a, it was a guy. And then, like, at some point it became Carol, Carol Danvers. And uh, so I guess it was during a time where uh, neither company was making Captain Marvel comics that the... Uh, the uh, uh, the rights to it lapsed. At least it lapsed on DC side. Marvel decided to go ahead and make a Captain Marvel comic right before it lapsed. So they retained the, the, the copyright law or the copyright rights 
to the character name Captain Marvel. Well, DC lost it. And that's when they had to change his name from Captain Marvel to just calling him the name of their wizard, which was Shazam. All right. Enough of the 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 uh, education of the youngsters who seem to think they know everything more than us older nerds, elder nerds even. All right, so this is what it says here. You can take a look at the full roster of June's new additions below. Uh, let's see here. June first will have uh, a movie called uh, A Shot in the Dark from 1964. Uh, the American President from 1995, The Aviator from 2004, Bangkok Dangerous from 2008, Black Rain from 1989, Bless the Child from 2000, um, The Bonfire of the Vanities from 1990, uh, the movie Camelot from 1967, uh, something called Cold Case, which is, might be a TV show. The Conjuring 2 from 2016. The Curse of the Pink Panther from 1983. I think that's the one where um, Peter Sellers had died before they finished making it, so they kind of sprinkled in like the scenes that he did film and like did the rest of it with other people. Uh, let's see here. Then we have Dirty Pretty Things from 2003. Disaster Movie, the extended version from 2008 Dr. Sleep from 2019 director's cut Dr. Strangelove from tw uh, 1964 Drillbit Taylor from 2008 Eight Men Out from 1988 um, L Oh god I can't even say that Cantante C-A-N-T-A-N-T-E from 2007. Um, the Green Mile from 1999. Great movie. The Grifters from 1990. Eyes Wide Shut from 1991. Excuse me, 1999. Extract from 2009. I know I'm probably reading these out of out of out of alphabetical order, but I'm skipping over the ones that I either don't know that what they are that or how to pronounce it, so I'm skipping over a bunch. Then all eight of the Harry Potter movies, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy from 2005, How to Be Single from 2016, Humboldt County from 2008, uh, Iris from 2001. It Takes Two from 1995, Jerry Maguire from 96, Just Married from 2003. Oh my God, there's so many movies. Kung Fu, Kung Fu Hustle from 2005. Sorry. What? Okay. Um, the Manhattan Project from, from 1986. I think I remember that one. Ooh. Some National Lampoon movies. We have Christmas Vacation from 89, Dorm Days 2, College at Sea from 2013, extended version, National 
Lampoon's Vacation from 1983. Uh, let's see here. Ooh. The original Pink Panther from 1964. The remake from 2006. The sequel to the remake in uh, 2009. A sequel from the original Pink Panther from 1976. Uh, let's see here. The movie Rat Race, which was great from 2001. The other original Pink Panther movies with Peter Sellers. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, uh, uh. Sherlock Holmes from 2009. Son of the Pink Panther from 93. Uh, let's see here. Corpse Bride from 2005. Trial of the Pink Panther from 1982. The Wedding Singer from 1998. That's probably one of my favorite Adam Sa- Adams. Uh, I can say his name. Adam Sandler's movies. Um, Clueless from 1995. I'm not giving the date these are all coming out. Just know that they're coming out this month. Or next month, rather. Although, I will say this. F9, The Fast Saga, HBO First Look. That comes out on June 10th. So if you're into the uh, Fast and the Furious movies, June 10th will be giving your first look at the new movie. Uh, 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 uh. Let's see. The 40-Year-Old Virgin comes out in, in June. Let's see. Super Friends. The Super Friends is coming to HBO Max. I cannot wait. Love the Super Friends. That's where this comes from. Meanwhile, back at the podcast. Although I changed that last bit. It was like it, it was usually like Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. Meanwhile, Batman and Robin are up to you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so it looks like there's a lot coming out on HBO Max in June. So if you don't have HBO Max you know what? It's worth at least renting, uh, getting it for a month t- to get your hands on watching some of these movies. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The 206 Geek. I've been your host, Todd, The 206 Geek. And uh, like I say in every episode, I appreciate you guys tuning into my podcast, listening to me babble, and, and listening to me struggle trying to read some things. Um, I've I've come in... And when I was reposting episodes um, to put on the uh, the uh, GTM Networks site, which is the the uh, GTM, I haven't talked about it on this podcast yet, have I? JTMNetworks.com is the website. It is our our um, my my uh, podcast radio network where I uh, it will just play podcast episodes on a loop 
and there should be enough in there that you don't hear the same episode twice in a day. Um, if there is, let me know, and I'll I'll see. Um, I'll try to put some some more. I, I think I have all of them in there. I'm pretty sure I do. So you shouldn't hear the same one every day. Well, I mean, once a day, maybe, but I would I would think there's enough in there that it doesn't really loop within a 24-hour period, um, although it might. Either way, I just I was I, I I discovered the site that I use has the ability to to do a live stream of a podcast feed, and it will play all the the stuff all the episodes that have been posted on on your playlist as a live stream. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that, and I'm gonna turn it into an online streaming radio. And we can still do live streams on it. So, like, if uh, if you want to tune in to uh, It's Not About You with Jamal, Marion, and Cousin Todd, you can on Sundays at 1 p.m. Uh, you can go uh, listen on the website, or you can go to uh, the Facebook page for It's Not About You, or even on the 206 Geek, and you'll be able to watch us as well as listen. Um, but if you you can listen to it through TuneIn. If you search for JTM, so like Jamal, Todd, and Marianne, JTM Networks, if you search for that on TuneIn, it will have the stream there, and you can listen through the app. You can also go to the website and, and, and listen there as well. Um, or you can go to the uh, the Twitch page for either of those podcasts, 206, Geek, or Not About You Pod. Um, and it will stream on there as well. And, uh, so yeah, that's what I've been doing this last week. I've been like trying to, to get the, uh, the, the podcast radio network set up and what I want to do. And what I'm hoping to do is that I'm going to, I want to add more podcasts to it. So it's not just our two shows or my two shows. And, uh, I also want to add like comedians comedy. You know, um, so if you're a comedian and you have like recordings of your of your comedy that you, you know, you would like to have playing on an Internet radio station, uh, you can shoot me an email, uh, Todd at 206geek.com. If you send me a link to your audio, I will, you know. And if you want me to, I'll put it on on the stream, and it will play for people. Um, keep in mind that right now it's 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 mostly it's mostly uh, hour long podcast, hour to two hour long podcast. So I may set up a schedule for the comedy bits to play on specific days, um, and then whatever bits that I have, if I have enough of them. I'll have them playing like like on Fridays or on Saturdays or whatever but right now I it's it's just on a loop playing random episodes of my podcast and my other podcast both shows and um yeah so check it out you can go to uh uh jmtnetworks.com and that's where you can find the the stream and there if you click the menu there it'll take you can listen to it through through Twitch, or you can listen to it through TuneIn. The TuneIn app works. Um, 
And uh, it will also play on, um, if you have like a media player on your computer and or uh, your your mobile device, it will play through the browser as well. All right. Thanks again, you guys. I do appreciate you guys listening every week. And, um, and I'm going to say it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to my show. And I, I think I finally figured out a name uh, for for the people that would consider themselves to be fans of my show. And I think that name was going to be 206ers. Um, it just it was one of those things I was I was playing around on Clapper and I was thinking about I had just got done listening to Ready Player Two, the audio book, and and uh they they mentioned Sixers several times throughout the book. And I was like, you know what, two oh sixers sounds like a good name for people who like the podcast. Fans of the show. Um I it's I I I I don't know. I I don't think of myself as having fans, but if you enjoy the show, I guess you are a fan, and I appreciate you guys. And you're the two o sixers now, so and um, I really do appreciate you guys every week. Um, the podcast gives me something to do. It gives me gives me purpose, which you know, as I say it out loud, it kind of sounds kind of sad, but. I enjoy doing this. I I really do. And um I've always thought it would be awesome if I could if I could manage to turn this into a career. And uh you know, maybe someday. I I I do it because I enjoy doing it. I'm not doing it to make money. But, you know, if I can make money with it, cool. I'd like that. And, you know, if you want to help support the podcast, uh, the best way is to go to support.206geek.com. You can also go to shop.206geek.com and buy our, and buy my merchandise. I have t-shirts and hats. Excuse me, no, no hats. No hats on there. I have t-shirts, um, masks. I have... Um, hoodies, and other types of clothing. Um, masks. I think that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of the, the face masks. I uh, I ordered one of the ones that I made that just says, I'm wearing this mask because I'm not an asshole. And I, sh- I showed it to my stepmom yesterday, and she she had a good chuckle. She's like, I like that. That's cute. I was like, well, you want it? It, it, uh, it doesn't fit my head right. I have a big head. So it's like if if you'll wear it, I'll I'll give it to you. I mean, if you, if you if you don't think you'll wear it, I'll I'll just I'll just keep it and and get and let somebody else use it if they don't have a mask or whatever. So they come, I'll use it. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah. So I gave her that mask. It it just says it's a white mask, and it says I wear this mask because I'm not an asshole. You can get that mask. I have the the two hundred six geek logo mask. I have uh, the one that says. Uh, I don't have issues. I have subscriptions, and it shows a little cartoon character with a stack of comic books. Um, what else? Lots of great stuff on uh, on the shop. So shop.206geek.com. You can buy the merch there, and when you buy a mask through the through the shop, T Public is the shop. Um, when you buy a mask from my shop, 
Um, for every mask you buy, T Public will donate a medical grade mask to the frontline people. All right, so get a shirt, get a mask, get a hoodie, get a mouse pad, get a cover for your phone. I got all those things with 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 really cool art designs that you can get for them. I have a few that I've made, uh, the designs that I've come up with uh, that I think were funny um, or just, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> buy, buy something off of there. That'd be great. Uh, but the, the support.206geek, that is a, a monthly, like, support thing. So there's three choices there. There's 99 cents, there's 4.99, and there's 9.99. And that helps. I don't and like I said. If if everybody does one of those things, that will help the podcast. That helps. That helps me out. And I sh- it, number one, it shows that you guys do like the show. You do care. And um, you know, this is this is not a job yet. I'm hoping that at some at some point some point it will, but it currently is not. So. Um, again, thank you for tuning in. And if you listen to this far back, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a fantastic weekend. And I will talk to you guys uh, next week. Or if you listen to the other podcast and you want to tune into the live show, go to go to um, go to facebook.com slash not about you pod. That's the letter U, not about you pod. And uh, on Mon- on Sundays at 1 p.m. Pacific, we do live streams of our recorded podcast. So um, see you guys next time. Bye.